0: you changing. you changing. <laughs>
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Rick Six, Season 3, Episode 6. We're back with the weekly NFL picks. It is Week 6. Gledhill and Preston, the whole squad, is back after Preston missed last week, unfortunately, but he's back on it. Preston, what's up, buddy?
2: Nothing much, boys. Just chin-chilling and, and pumped, man. It's been a good week.
1: Oh, it's been a great week. It was a uh, awesome weekend with college football. Probably the best college football weekend I've ever seen. And I, I'm glad I was able to go to the Bama and A&M game. That was insane. I know Preston was at the OU Texas game and now he's in Austin right now. So he's just living it up in the state of Texas right now. And his flight, his flight got uh, canceled. So now he's still in the, he's stuck in Texas right now. Preston, at this point, you might as well just move here, bro. Like, honestly, bro, don't even go back. Like, just wait. You can stay for Christmas and Thanksgiving and we'll have you back at it. Maybe, maybe you can go to SoFi when the, if the Chargers make the Super Bowl or something, who knows, but Hill, what's up, man?
0: Yeah, man, I'm, I'm super excited to be back on and I'm um, just ready for
1: another week of NFL football, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, sir. Man, what a crazy weekend, like I said. And a really bad week for kickers. I mean, there was 13 missed extra points this past weekend, and that's the most in NFL history. I mean, the, it goes to the freaking Bengals and, and Packers game where Crosby, you know, I think it was like five game-winning field goals missed in the span of the fourth to overtime, which is absolutely insane. I thought they were going to tie for a second. I mean, I, I was watching that game and I was like, man, like, I really want the Bengals to win because I don't like the Packers at all. But at the same time, like, I want to get this pick right. Like, can the Packers just make this field goal? We can we can call it a day. So, you know, Rodrigo Blankenship getting a field goal blocked and and him missing one as well. So there was just a lot of missed field goals. Just a crazy week. And then, like I said, a- icing on the cake with the, with the college football. So. Man, good to be in a new week, and and I'm excited. Let's go ahead and get on to these games. The first one we got, Thursday night football. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going on the road to play the Philadelphia Eagles. Tom Brady's 8-1 record on NFL Network since 2012. Eagles were able to to pull off a comeback win versus the Carolina Panthers this past Sunday. I don't think anybody called that. I, I think as far as I'm concerned, everyone had the Panthers winning that game. Sam Donald started to look like his uh his old self in the Jets uniform when you know when he was seeing ghosts he he threw three picks the Eagles defense was giving him a lot of problems Robbie Anderson con- continuing to be silent after having a really great year last year you know DJ Moore was a little quiet that game Chubba Hubbard had a pretty decent game in the absence of Christian McCaffrey but. Overall, the the Panthers just did not look like themselves at all, especially how they looked those first few weeks of the season. It's it's almost like the Cowboys opened a lot of uh, negative holes on their team that the Eagles were able to game plan for. It, it came down to the Panthers just kind of barely hanging on, just barely hanging on in that game, and and man, that that block punt changed everything. Got Jalen Hurts in field and uh, and range to win the game and he ran it in for the game-winning touchdown. So, you know, uh, the, the Eagles are, are coming off of a win. I mean, th- this team seems like right now with Nick Sirianni and everything going on, it seems like this is going to be a very inconsistent football team. You just don't know what you're going to see with them every week, weekend and week out. So they seem to be playing better at home. So that could be good for them playing the, the Buccaneers. Preston, what is the spread in this game?
2: All right, first of all, did you just give the Cowboys credit for the Eagles beating the Panthers?
1: No. I just said that the Cowboys' ability to beat the Panthers maybe opened a lot of holes that the Eagles were able to game plan for this next week, and that's why they were able to to go out and and play so well against them.
2: Guarantee you you would have not said that about any other team if any other team beat them. Do you have a point? Yeah, stop giving the Cowboys so much credit this early in the season. Chill out. Overconfident ass.
1: Okay, here's where, here we go again. We're literally four and one, and we're playing really good. So, why wouldn't I give us credit? I think no, Preston no, 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 no. is not store, saying
2: don't give them any credit. I'm saying d- stop giving them too much credit. Y'all do this to yourselves every single season. Y'all get hyped up if y'all have a couple of good games or a string of good games, and y'all just end up getting let down at the end of the season. So, why do you guys do this to yourself? Why can't you guys just have realistic expectations every single year?
1: what over expectations am I having? I just, I just gave us credit for we're, we're four and one and we're playing like one of the best teams of football right now. So oh, you, you know
2: exactly what I mean. You know exactly what I mean. Stephen a literally put the Cowboys two on his top five list this morning, just so he could get fans hyped just so, you know, he's just planning for the Cowboys downfall. He's, he's trying to get your emotions riled up. So that way, when you guys suck at the end of the season, y'all will just crash and, and, and just be completely obliterated emotionally. We all know what's gonna happen. It's just a matter of time.
1: Well, I mean, you're watching Stephen A's. One is already a negative impact right there, because you know, you know how Stephen is. Stephen A's literally just a troll. He he doesn't have good takes at all. He and he's
2: undefeated against Cowboys fans.
1: Well, he's he's just a big troll. But that's besides the point. Now that undefeated, Max undefeated, never now lost. That, now now that he's gone, that whole show is going downhill. He's nothing without Max Kellerman. So yeah,
2: RIP Max. They were stupid for that
1: are you're gonna back me up here because Preston is uh Preston just came from my head, man. Dude, the Cowboys might be the best team in the NFC right now. That's all I'm gonna say. I think. Oh, I here
2: we are- go. Here we freaking go. Now, see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly what I'm talking about. Y'all lost to the Buccaneers. I'm just saying, like, clearly the Buccaneers. Are the best team in the NFC right now, but we went toe-to-toe to toe with them. Whatever. We
1: went toe-to-toe with them in the first week of the season. Oh, and, and you're just gonna
2: ignore the Arizona Cardinals, but y'all lost. And y'all just gonna ignore the Arizona Cardinals. I like never they said... don't exist, like they're not steamrolling teams, like they didn't just destroy the Rams, they like the they don't have an undefeated record.
0: record. I but, uh, said they might be the best team in the NFC. That's all I'm gonna say. I think that the way that their defense is playing right now, the way that Trayvon Diggs is playing, the way Mike Parsons is playing, they first of all, they have the best offense in the league. They have the best offense in the league, okay? And, yeah, the Chargers are doing great things. The Cardinals are doing great things. I would put Dak over Matt Stafford right now, and I think we have better weapons than the Rams, so I put us above them. Our defense, it might not be the best in the league, but it's pretty close to top ten. It might even be top ten the way it's playing recently. So, The I Cowboys
2: – sorry to interrupt I, you, Glad I, Hill, Bro, the Cowboys have the easiest schedule in the league through the first ten games of the season. Do you all know that? We beat the Chargers. Yeah, they beat the Chargers on a field goal, and they should not have won that game. That was just a bad loss by the Chargers.
1: How embarrassing is that?
2: Happened in
1: Dallas, Preston. How embarrassing is it that we literally didn't? We're at full strength against y'all, and we had probably the worst game of our whole season so far, and y'all still couldn't beat us. Y'all still couldn't beat us, even after all that. We had our worst crap. game of the
2: season too. We had exactly, our worst game of this season and
1: y'all too. still didn't beat us. So I don't want to hear all this crap from you because you're not going to get off the hook because you were talking about how the Panthers were going to go in there and talking about how their defense was legit. And we were overconfident. We were going to lose that game. But then guess what? We blew their ass out. We steamed rolled in.
2: Here's the thing, Eric. I'm not out here sitting here saying the Chargers are the best team, might be the best team in the AFC. No, I'm not. I'm not sitting here saying that because... You know, um, it's it's only five games. Well, We're they're one of they're one of, of the be, they're not one of overconfident the, about my team so far.
1: They're one of the best teams in the AFC. All you have to do is literally watch the games. The Chargers are one of the best teams in the AFC. Are they the best team? No, I think the Bills are the best team. Are the Cowboys the best team in the NFC? No, I th- I still think it's the the Cardinals and the and the Buccaneers and the Rams. I would take those three teams over us right now. But one saying one of the best is not overconfident. You all you have to do is literally watch the games and see the Chargers are one of the best team in the AFC. That's literally a fact. All you have to do is watch the game. They just put up nearly 50 points on the Browns, the Cowboys. They're not even playing their best football and they're still steamrolling teams. You can talk about easy schedule. You only play who you, who's on your schedule. They went toe to toe.
2: They are playing their best football, though. I, well, I say they, they are playing their best football. They're yes, not. They are.
1: They're not. They don't have their starting right tackle. They don't have their starting defensive lineman and they don't have Michael Gallup. They're not even at full strength right now. So how can you say that they're playing their best football?
2: You could say that about every team. every team. Every team has injuries. Every single team in the league has injuries.
1: The Cowboys have valuable starters out right now, and they're still playing really good. But they're not. If you watch their games, you know they they haven't been crazy. Like you look at them and think, "Oh, the Cowboys," you know, like they have had some slow starts. They've had some slow finishes.
2: Then why y'all? Then why y'all hyping them up so much? Why y'all hyping them up so much? Y'all saying, "Oh, because they're they might only be getting the best better." Team in the a- NFC, like what?
1: Because they're one of the best teams. They have NFC. Is that not a fact? They're four and one. No, you're...
2: Gled Hill straight up said they might be the best team in the NFC. I mean, it's not, arc- they might be one of the best teams. They, they said they might be the best team in the NFC. Come on now. If that's not overconfident, I don't know what it is. Yes,
1: yeah, because the one game that they lost was to the reigning defending Super Bowl champs. And the only reason they lost was because their kicker couldn't make a PAT and a field goal. That's literally the only reason they lost. And then they have a game against the Chargers where they played really bad. They played really bad, had multiple starters out, and they still won the game.
2: Chargers played really bad, too. I'm just saying chargers should have won that game chargers chargers straight up went one touchdown and five red zone trips and two I, of them. We got zero points. I just, just don't,
1: I just, I mean, because you saying that the Cowboys are going to crumble, you're saying that because of their past, their, the, the past that it's always happened. And I understand that. Like, I understand, but all you have to do is watch. Yeah, so the game. why aren't
2: y'all Why aren't y'all skeptical at all? And, and I have been watching the games. I have seen the game because why they would, are they are playing really well. Yeah. But so Charles why would still overconfident? Yeah. Why would so they're we, they're good. They're a really good team, but y'all are overconfident. Why would you hyping them up too much? I'm trying to save y'all emotionally. I'm trying to save y'all emotionally. So when they freaking blow, blow chunks at the end of the season, y'all aren't over here crying and stuff on this. Y- y'all will see. Y'all will see. Just wait. I'm going to keep building up. I'm going to still stay on y'all because it's coming. Believe it or not, it's coming.
1: Is it coming? Or are you just hoping that it happens? Because that's what it seems like to me. You're no, just, hoping. I know
2: it's going to happen. OK, so I, I will say, yeah,
0: you made a good point on the Cardinals, but I think it is debatable who, who would win that game right now between the Cowboys and the Cardinals. I, w- I would say it's debatable. I, I would say maybe, maybe you lean Cardinals. I get that. I, I don't have an issue with that, but it's debatable, right? It's going to be a hell of a matchup that's going to be coming up in a few weeks. But I mean, I, I think it is. I think it is debatable. If the Cowboys are the best team in the NFC. I think maybe the Cardinals could get them in a game, yeah, who knows. But outside of that, man, I, I think we could beat anybody in this league. I really do. I mean, all you – like Just proving it, my point. The Bills are far and away the best team in the league. I will admit
1: that. The Bills are the best team in the league.
0: I'm just saying in the NFC. I think I think it would be debatable that the Cardinals could beat us. But outside of that, I think we're better than the Rams. I think we're better than the Bucks. And I think right now we're playing better than the Bucks. At least – especially I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah.
2: Sorry, I don't even think y'all are top four in the AFC uh, in the NFC.
0: Top four?
2: No, and not until y'all beat somebody. Y'all got lucky against the Chargers. That's one game. Outside of that, who y'all played? Y'all played the Giants, the Eagles, y'all lost to the Buccaneers. Yeah. Say we... what you want about the missed field goals or whatever, but y'all lost to the Buccaneers. We
1: played good in the game, bro. Like you, you everybody people Yeah, probably...
2: y'all played good. It was the first game of the season.
1: Okay. Y'all, the Buccaneers so are out an off game. So you're telling me if if we played the Buccaneers right now, they would blow us out?
2: No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, obviously, it depends week to week. I'd argue that we beat the Buccaneers right now. Y'all aren't good as – y'all are not as good as y'all think y'all are. And I'm not going to give y'all the credit that you want me to give you until you guys play somebody and beat somebody good. Hey, the Chargers, you that only game, play yes. Like you, that puts you guys as a good team in the NFC. But that does not put y'all as one of the best teams in the NFC.
1: That's disrespectful because we only we can only play who's on our schedule, Preston. That's I mean I didn't we didn't make the schedule right exactly. So,
2: but y'all are overconfident based. You still got to go based on the resume. You can't go based on hope or based on how think you how good you think they are. Like, bro, you got to go based on the resume.
1: It's not about who they play. It's how they win. They're they you have to watch the games to know they're winning. And games. I have. You clearly oh, haven't because you're not giving them any credit,
2: bro. I I literally just said they are a no, good no. team in the NFC. No, what are, what what else have they shown that shows that they are a top freaking five team in the NFL?
1: Um, they have w- arguably the best offense in football right now. Their defense with Dan Quinn has completely changed and it's playing amazing right now. So they're literally leading, literally leading the league in takeaways on the defensive side of the ball. And people were coming into the season that saying that the Cowboys downfall would have been their defense and their defense has played exceptionally well. And you are, you already know the offense is good,
2: which makes y'all it. a good team in the NFC. Let's end it there.
1: Okay. But you're, there's not four teams better than us in the NFC. If you, if you want to tell me the four teams better than us, be my guest.
2: Cardinals, Rams, Buccaneers.
1: That's it. Maybe that's all you could argue for. There's nobody else. Three.
2: There's nobody else right now.
1: And I wouldn't even say. And I wouldn't even. Say, I mean, the Buccaneers. We could probably beat them if we played them again.
2: No way. You no. No way. They keep that. No. No.
1: Bro, There's no. We they, lost off of a no. few of our field goal kicker, man. No, you lost
2: because you were playing against freaking Tom Brady. That's why you lost.
1: Hey, man. I'd be giving the Chargers credit. I think you guys are one of the best teams in the AFC. You guys look like you, I mean, you guys put nearly 50 points on the Browns right now. I'm watching, I'm giving respect to you, y'all's team, because y'all's team is good. And you should realize how good y'all's team is. That's, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah,
2: but we're playing, we're playing really good, really early in the season. And that's kind of concerning for me. Are we going to be able to s- sustain that all season? I'm super hyped for Brandon Staley, but I have, I, I, I'm i still skeptical because it's early in the season. Y'all are way too old, And that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, as a Chargers fan, like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to be super excited and be like, Oh, we're one of the best teams in the AFC, but you based are on five games. But, in you regular are. Season.
1: but you are, that's the thing. You, you, you're not supposed to act like it. You, you are one. you literally are your, your resume speaks for itself.
2: I'm not, uh, not I'm not hundred percent sure on that yet.
1: And why would you be skeptical about uh, stuff that happens in the past? You look at, you should look at the present, how your team is playing in that moment. If your team is playing better and better every week, you should be excited about that. You shouldn't be like, Oh, well, oh,
2: I literally just said I am excited, but I'm still skeptical. Y'all, show, y'all are showing no skepticism about your team, whatever. I have not heard you say one thing this entire podcast that you are concerned about as far as with the Cowboys. Well, right now. first of all, the podcast,
1: the podcast had just started and you already started talking about the Cowboys. So that was all you. I was talking about the Eagles and the Buccaneers. And then you came at me about the Cowboys saying we were overconfident. Yeah, because you decided
2: you literally brought up and gave the Cowboys credit for poking holes in the Panthers and the Eagles won because they poked holes in the Panthers defense. You literally just said that.
1: Yeah. What's wrong with that?
2: You're all, you were the one who brought up the Cowboys. You were talking about the Cowboys and it wasn't even about the Cowboys game.
1: I said the Cowboys maybe pointed some holes in the Panthers game that the Eagles exploited on. That's all I said. I didn't say anything else. My point. Exactly. Thank you very much. Let's move on, bro. We live in your head, rent free Preston. That's all I got to say. You mad because we're doing good. You mad because oh you're no doing I'm good. just
2: I'm I'm just I'm just waiting for y'all to lose now I am just waiting I'm just waiting for y'all to put up a stinker can't yeah. wait yeah
1: okay well we're still gonna be in the playoffs and we're still gonna make some noise so I mean you can say what yeah, you we'll want see.
2: we'll see about that we'll see about that
1: you can say what you want but all you got to do is watch the games and know that we're playing good and and I can go back to that podcast when you were saying we were overconfident that we were gonna beat the Panthers and guess what we smacked them so. I haven't, heard you, I haven't heard you come out here and say that you were wrong about that game because you were wrong. You were wrong. Uh,
2: I picked the Panthers, but I said, y'all are going to see eventually. Y'all are going to see. No. And I said, whether it was that game or another game, y'all are going to see eventually. Okay. Y'all are overconfident.
1: So when we beat a good team, you're going to be like, watch, just wait. Just wait. Just wait. You're just going to keep saying that. I'm telling you, man, you will never give no, us a wait, if y'all
2: If y'all beat a good team, and I never said the Panthers were that good of a team. You said their
1: defense was legit.
2: Yeah, their defense is legit. That doesn't mean they have a legit offense. You got to be balanced in the NFL. You can't have half the freaking puzzle. Look at the Bears. The Bears have been ass for years.
1: But you said we were going to lose. Because they
2: literally have never had an offense.
1: But you said we were going to lose, and Stephen A was going to troll us, and we didn't lose.
2: No, I didn't say y'all were going to lose. I picked the Panthers. I said y'all are going to see. I said y'all are going to see. I never said y'all guaranteed are going to lose. I didn't put that as a lock.
1: Well, you did pick them, though, so... I you didn't pick them. And you obviously thought we I were going there,
2: there are times where, like, if I'm, I'm never 100% confident in picks. Rarely am I 100% confident in picks. The only game I was 100% confident on this year was the Raiders winning on opening night. And guess what? Look who won. Raiders on opening night.
1: I don't know how you could hate us for being confident in our team that's actually performing really well. We literally were terrible last year. Why wouldn't we be confident? We're four and one. We're playing really good football. And you said we haven't played anybody. We played the Buccaneers and the Chargers. There's a
2: difference between confidence and overconfidence. Y'all have no skepticism whatsoever.
1: What, what skepticism do you want me to say? Did I say, I never said we we're going to win a Super Bowl? I never said that. I mean, if that's what my skepticism is, I said we're good enough to win the NFC East, obviously, and we should be able to win a playoff game. I never said anything about the Super Bowl. So I don't know. what's, Where's the overconfidence, Preston? Where's the overconfidence?
2: The overconfidence is you have yet to show something that you are concerned about with the Cowboys. I me, said Mike McCarthy. You know what I'm concerned about with the. Chargers? I said Mike
1: McCarthy. I said Mike McCarthy. I've told you plenty of times that Mike McCarthy will be the downfall of this team. That's what I told you. I've told Fair you enough. that many Fair times. Enough. So what's Fair what's enough. up with all this hostility, man?
2: Hey, I'm just gonna say, y'all are gonna see. Y'all are gonna see.
1: Can you tell Let's me the move on. Can, can you tell me the spread on this game, please?
2: I can. I'm driving.
1: Oh God. Okay, I don't know what the spread is. I imagine the buccaneers are gonna be favored by at least five points. That's my guess. Yeah, Gladhill, you want to start us off with this one?
0: Yeah, I mean, I first of all, glad glad to be over that that short debate there. a good way to start the podcast though. Um, <laughs> but now first game here. I'm really impressed with the way the Eagles played uh, down the stretch against the Panthers. Um, I mean, mainly that, you know, that, that win was due to some Sam Darnold turnovers. Maybe I'm, you know, I'm starting to lose a little bit of faith in him, but you know, we'll get to that in a little bit when we're talking about the Panthers, you know, for the Eagles to go on the road in Carolina and pull off that win, that's, you know, that deserves some kudos, man. I think, I think Jalen Hurts has some really good qualities. He can, he can make plays. Um, I think he's gotta be, you know, he's gotta develop a little bit more consistency and uh, you know, maybe his arm isn't quite there yet, but. He does make plays and you can tell that the guys around him believe in him. I was uh, disappointed because I obviously I picked the Panthers in that game and I, I never like when the Eagles win, especially in games where I don't pick them to win. So um, that was kind of tough to see. But I mean, major props to them. I just think that, you know, heading into this game versus Tampa Bay, I, I just I don't see them beating the Buccaneers. On a short rest. I know the Buccaneers are on a short rest too, but I just don't see it. I mean, the way Tom Brady's been playing, I mean, he is um, – I looked up on his fantasy card because he's my quarterback. He's boomed in four out of the five weeks. Last weekend he scored like 38 points for me and had – I think he was like NFC Off- Offensive Player of the Week. So he's been getting it done even at his age. I think their defense is – they're going to start to figure it out a little bit because they have the same guys, and I think they are well coached by Todd Bowles there's some things they need to iron out. um, And I think they're going to start to do that, you know, in a a game like this, I could see the Eagles putting up some points early, but I think the bucks are going to run away with this one. And I I think it's going to be like a 31 to 20 type of game that I get the Buccaneers winning and and likely covering too.
1: Yep. So I got the spread here right now. looks like the Buccaneers are favored by a touchdown. And I guess I'm going to match that. I'm going to say that they win 27 to 20, nothing too exciting. You know, I just think that Overall, they're just a much better team. Uh, Antonio Brown's playing great football right now. He's the number three option on that team, but you could argue that right now he's playing like their best receiver. I mean, he's the fastest wide receiver to 900 catches in NFL history in 143 games. He's playing outstanding right now. Had a big monster game versus the Dolphins. They put up 45 points. Brady threw five touchdowns, looked nearly spectacular in that game, doing it at his his age. They look really good. And uh, I mean, if I could talk about a weakness, because I know Preston was calling me out about talking about teams like their weaknesses. So I'm, I'm, I've actually, you know, pressing good on you for that, because I do need to talk about some weaknesses on some of these teams because, you know, teams are playing good right now, but you obviously, like you said, it's early in the season. So if I could say something negative about the Buccaneers, it's that secondary is not as good as it was last year. And I think it's, it has to do with a lot of the injuries in the backfield. The defense overall just hasn't been playing up to par, which what it was when they won that Super Bowl. but still early, you know, how Tom Brady is, he gets it going later in the season. And and he finds a way to win when it matters. So uh, but in terms of this game, I, I think the Buccaneers get off to a pretty fast start. And then the Eagles maybe get like a garbage time touchdown in the end. But I have it 27 to 20. Not really much more to say. I'll be watching Jalen Hurts, though, obviously. Preston, who do you got?
2: Yeah, obviously the um, you know, the Eagles definitely the Eagles are not gonna be as bad as people thought. But you know, the Buccaneers are the Buccaneers, and I think the Buccaneers are gonna keep winning. They're gonna go ahead, march on and win this one. 27 to
1: 20. Sounds good. All right. Next game. We have the Miami dolphins going on the road to play the Jacksonville Jaguars, Jacksonville only team with three wins in London. Oh shoot. Is it? Oh, another. Okay. This is a London game. All right. So we had the, the jets and the Falcons last week, and now we have the dolphins and the Jaguars. And I'm, I'm sorry that I sound a little weird right now. My voice is a little raspy. I have it's allergy season right now. So I apologize for that, but the dolphins Jaguars, man, I think, uh, I think this is AIDS game of the week. You know, I look at the Texans and the Colts both one and four, but the Colts, I mean, let's be honest, like they're a lot better than one and four and they should have beat the, the Ravens. We'll talk about that game, man. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and give this one. I think, I think we can give this one AIDS game of the week. This is a, this is in London. They put it at eight 30. I don't know if I'm going to waste my time waking up early to watch this game, but we'll see what happens. It looks like Miami is favorite by three and a half since This is the AIDS game of the week. Can you go ahead and do the honors with this one?
2: Yeah. So AIDS game of the week here, pretty obvious. The Miami Dolphins going to play the Jaguars in London. So early start. Make sure you guys have your lineup set extra early this week in fantasy. Um, I, I've got to go ahead and let's give Jacksonville um, a loss here. They're not going to win a fourth game in, in, in London. They're just terrible this year. They're dealing with the whole Urban Meyer controversy. That in itself is just absolute AIDS. Miami Dolphins go in, uh, win this game against that Jacksonville defense. They're going to win in the low scoring game, 17 to 10.
1: So, Gled this game being the AIDS game of the week, does that make it hard for you to pick? Or are you going to agree? you going to agree with Preston there? You
0: know, it makes it a little bit, it's a little bit tough to pick, um, only because I do think the, uh, the Jaguars have been improving in some areas. I think, you know, even though there's been a lot of controversy with Urban Meyer, I think I will say if none of that publicity existed about a week ago, none of that, you know, that controversy, everyone talking about how he should be fired, that whole, the, the, the reports that, you know, the team walked out at him laughing. After the meeting, when he when he you know didn't really quite own up to it, you know the report said maybe he's lost the locker room. If none of that happened, you know he flew back with the team after the Cincinnati game. Um, I might pick the Jaguars in this game just because I do think they are they are figuring some things out. I don't think they're they're not a great team, but I just feel like you know all terrible teams they're at some point they're going to steal a game. At some point they're going to you know they're they're going to outplay their opponent and they're gonna they're going to find a way to get it done. And uh, you know I, I think a young quarterback like Trevor Lawrence, he's now, you know, I mean, yeah, this is week six, he's going into his sixth game. I think this is, this is now time for him to start figuring some things out and lessen the mistakes. You know, I don't think Jacoby Brissett's, you know, too great of a quarterback. I think he's been playing well. And I do think, you know, I'll say it right now. I'll say it, I'll say it now while we're on the topic and while we're talking about the Dolphins, I think Jacoby Brissett is better than Tua. And I think that even, even if Tua is healthy, I think Jacoby Brissett should start over Tua. The only reason you would start Tua is to like, really, you know, if they're still kind of in the gray, not knowing exactly what he is, then I guess maybe you got to play him just to kind of get an answer. But I think deep down in that organization, they know whether he's the guy or not, they've seen him enough. They know how he handles his business, whether it's good or bad. I'm just saying, I think Jacoby Brissett's the best quarterback for this team right now. He's more experienced. This is, you know, a younger roster still. And, um, I think I think he can lead the troops better just because he has more experience and he has had some success in this league. He's done something in this league. I don't think Tua has really done much so far. There's nothing he could, you know. But uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, He should be coming back soon, right? So actually, yeah,
1: to... yeah. Now that when you were talking about it, I was just looking. Uh, Miami Dolphins QB Tua returns to practice, expected to play this week off wow. injury reserve. Yeah. So <laughs> <All> <laughs> I mean, right. scratch all that. I guess.
0: I guess scratch all that. Well, you know what? I think you know I. <laughs> I I mean,
1: obviously, obviously your feelings for him still feel this. I I understand. It's still the same.
0: No, no. You know what? As I was talking about him, I think I, I think I came, I think I, I I mentally came to the conclusion where I was like, you know what? They may need to play him, especially against a team like Jacksonville. Like if he can't, he can't get it done in this game. I think they also, they're playing, they got the jets coming up. I think they're playing the Falcons pretty soon too. They got a couple games in there where it's like. Okay, like if he if he doesn't play well against those teams, if he's not beating the bad teams like the Falcons and the Jets and the Jaguars, then then, you know, because, you know, he's not going to beat the Bills and he's he's going to struggle against the Patriots in their defense. So. Oh, man, I want to pick the Jaguars. I really do. Um, I'm I'm really rooting for Trevor to get his first win. They got a good receiving core. And I thought Miami's defense was a major strong point heading into the season for them. and, And it's been a little disappointing. I mean, Tom Brady. Absolutely torched them last week, Mike Evans with two second half touchdowns. Ah, uh, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm taking the Jaguars. I think. Uh, I think Trevor Lawrence is gonna get his first NFL win. I think their defense is bad enough where they can. Ex- I think they can exploit it a little bit. I think this is gonna be a little bit of a, of a of a bottoming out for the Dolphins. I had high hopes for them. I thought maybe they were a playoff team. I don't think they're a playoff team anymore. It Has nothing to do with Jacoby Brissett. I just don't think that they're that good on the defensive side of the ball. I think there's maybe some other questions too, but, uh, and, and they're, and they're very young. So I'm going to take the Jaguars to get their first win in London. You know what? I'm feeling good about this pick. I'm, I'm excited about it. Let's go. Let's go Jaguars. What's your, what's your final score? Um, 27, 23.
1: All right, man. You know, I thought about it too, Glado. I really did, but I can't do it until they actually do it. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like, I'm not going to pick them until they win a game. And even then I might still not pick them. I mean, I I don't trust myself picking Jacksonville. Yeah. I just think, you know, with Tua coming back, it's that makes it a little, that makes me a little bit more confident because with the dolphins, I don't know what I'm going to see week to week with Jacoby Brissett, you know, one week they, they can't score against the bills credit that the bills are, you know, we were talking about them being the best team in the NFL right now. And they, they got shut out, but they looked awful in that game. Jacoby Brissett kind of just thrown into the fire. Cause Tua got hurt. And then they come into the next game and they almost beat the Raiders. They nearly beat the Raiders going to OT and they play really good. And then I'm like, okay, well, they're playing a Colts team that is banged up and injured. I think they can win this game. I mean, they're at least talented enough. Nope, played like crap and lost that game too. So, and then obviously no hesitation in picking the Buccaneers last week. So I think this week, I think they're going to find a way. I think Tua is going to come in. I think they're going to run the ball a lot. I I think he. I don't think he's going to throw that much. Uh, so I think they're going to ease him back in. And yeah, I expect the Dolphins to, to win in a pretty low scoring game. I would take the under in this game. I mean, if I was betting... But I don't, obviously. So I'm going to say that the Dolphins win this game. Let's go 22 to 18. We'll go weird score right here. Next game, we have the Houston Texans going on the road to play the Indianapolis Colts. Indiana has won five of the last six games versus Houston. That is including the playoffs. You know, Davis Mills, poor guy. I mean, he played, he played pretty well last week. I'll give him that. He played pretty well against the Patriots. But they choked it man they, they they pulled the texans the typical texans it was almost like man like they're tanking because of the way that they blew that game it, i mean they had complete control they were bre- beating the brakes off of the new england patriots and i'm like dude like this wasn't the mac jones i saw last week like this wasn't the mac jones i saw versus tampa bay and then before i knew it you know i take a little break watching some other games and i come back and i'm like holy crap like what just happened and so yeah i mean the texans obviously one and four tyrod is still on injured reserve. They said he might have been able to come back this week, but he's officially ruled out now. And I'm imagining he's probably going to come back next week. So they will play better when he gets back. But obviously, an indie team, man, it's just, it's unfortunate with the Colts. You know, you look at that game with uh, Rodrigo Blankenship just kind of choking that game away. and, And they had complete control as well in their game versus the Ravens blew that game. Credit to Lamar Jackson for bringing them back. But yeah, the Colts just, they're too well coached to be a one in four team. Like Frank Wright, and the, they have one of the best owners in, in football, best GM. Like this, this team is too, too well coached to be one in four. Sooner or later, they're going to have to find a way to get it to put it together. And if they don't, then one in four. I mean, I know it's super early, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I don't, think, I don't think there's any playoff hopes unless the Titans just completely crumble and they win that division. Then, I mean, the, the Titans are not anything special. I think the Titans are going to, I think this is the worst division in football. So that might benefit the Colts a little bit. But I mean, if you lose this game and you go one and five, you lose to Davis Mills and Texas, you go one and five, like it's definitely out of reach. I don't care how bad this division is. Like, I think one and five is just gonna be a little too outreach. reach. I think one and four is out too reach. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I say the Colts are not gonna make the playoffs. I mean, I don't even know if that's going out on a limb. I just don't think they can put it together and, and just I don't I don't think Carson Wentz is competent enough to bring them back. He's playing well, but I just don't see it happening. As far as this game, though, Colts get it done though. I mean you know, this is actually a pretty easy one for me. I know those division games can be lower scoring and close sometimes, but I'm not picking Davis Mills and the Texans. I'm just not doing it. I'm going to take the Colts. Give me Colts winning. I say that they, they put up a lot of points. I'm going to say the Colts win 29 to 20. Preston, who do you got?
2: All right. So it's a little bit louder here than I thought it was going to be. There's live music. It's bumping. So I'm just going to go ahead and run through all my picks right now, if that's okay.
1: Yeah, go ahead, man.
2: All right, clearly I've got the Colts winning this game. Texans aren't going to be able to put it together. Colts are a much better team than one and four. They're not going to make the playoffs, but they're going to finish around five hundred. Colts win this game, twenty four to ten. Texans are not going to be able to put any offense together. Next games, okay, we picked that game. Packers Bears, man, the freaking Bears, man, the freaking Bears. I can't believe they're three and two. They are not a three and two team. Uh, Justin Fields come out playing pretty decent. We'll see how he continues to progress the rest of the season. Packers are going to win this game. Packers only minus four and a half. I would definitely take the Packers in the spread. So therefore, it's probably going to be a close game. Packers win this game 27 to 26 on a game-winning field goal. Bengals and Lions, man, terrible game. Uh, actually, Bengals have been looking pretty decent. Hyped to see them winning games. Lions at home. Lions are due for a win. They have had a lot of close games this year, but just have not been able to pull them out. Lions win this game. Money line, baby. Lions shootout 35-32. Uh, Rams and Giants. Uh, Rams are going to smoke them 42-27. to Chiefs, Washington. Chiefs, man, they, they just need to get it together, man. I, I don't know what's going on with them right now. Uh, honestly, it's just Patrick Mahomes choking. for being completely honest. Patrick Mahomes has to stop being overconfident and lock back in. Uh, have some good weeks of practice and continue to build confidence throughout the season. He will get it going towards the end of the season, though. Kansas City wins this game by a touchdown, 27-20. To Vikings and Panthers, tricky game. Panthers, are they going to lose three straight? They've done it in years past where they've had good starts, and then they went and they just lost a bunch straight. I think that happened a couple of years ago, I think in Ron Rivera's last season. They started out with a really good record of like 5-1, and 6-1, and one, and then they lost like five games straight. Panthers, go ahead lose this game unfortunately minnesota has just been playing really good uh they need to start winning games with the way that they have been playing except for the.
1: oh i think we lost him okay well i guess i'll get the rest of his picks later Gledhill, you picked okay so you did you okay so it's your turn who do you got
0: yeah so i, I don't see the texans winning this game either i Man, I, I believed in the Colts last week against the Ravens. You were not happy with my... I mean, you were like totally shooting down my pick when I picked him against the Ravens. Um, <laughs> I thought it was a little bit of a gutsy move. I knew that the odds weren't in my favor when I was picking them, just like my Jaguars pick. But you know what? I, um, I still believe this team has some really good qualities. I think Carson Wentz played well. I love that Jonathan Taylor had another big day. It was good for my team. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the missed field goal, that's either on the holder or that's on Blankenship or whatever that is. But, you know, they should have won it just on that alone because that was definitely a makeable field goal. But I-, I think the reason they lost that game, I think it's just Lamar Jackson is freaking amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah, And he
0: just – he played almost an immaculate game, and I didn't really see the back stretch of that game because I was uh, – i um, i the Colts were up and I was doing a couple other things, and i I, I kind of didn't pay attention to it for a bit. And then all of a sudden I see that the – Ravens are inching closer and I'm, I'm nervous because I'm like, oh man, please don't blow this Colts. Please don't blow this. And sure enough, you know, I, I look at the stats I look at the recap. Turns out Lamar is just on another level, scored a couple touchdowns toward the end. They made that two point conversion late in the game. You know, Carson Wentz made a couple of nice plays there toward the end, you know, put him in field goal range and it just didn't work out for him, unfortunately. And then, the, you know, of course, Lamar takes him right down the field, hits up Marquise Brown and hollywood in the end zone and the ravens win it so disappointed with how that game turned out but i I do think you know the colts are going to bounce back they're upset they have a really good coach they have a good general manager they know that they have to turn it around asap it is still possible for them to make the playoffs obviously it's going to take a lot of you know it might take some luck at this point but i mean i i still like this team i still think carson wentz you know he's um, I think I lost a little bit of faith in him, but he can still get it done, man. He, he was balling at, at times during that game. And, and I think they recognize the urgency of this game. And I think they're going to come out and, and play with an extra sense of fire. and They're going to end up winning this game. I want to see them make a little bit of a statement. I'm going to say 30 to 13.
1: Yeah, they are favored by 10, which is bigger than I would have expected. But hey, man, I, I mean, I said it was around the spread. I said 29 and 20. So yeah, I would agree that it's, it's, uh, it's pretty fair. Uh and, and don't worry, Glenn Hill, I didn't forget about Lamar Jackson's. I will talk about his performance when we get to the Ravens, but I just wanted to save it a little bit. And I, I will so don't worry. I didn't forget about Lamar Jackson. Don't don't worry. I'm I'm gonna talk about him when we get to that pick, but let's go ahead and move on. We both got Colts, and so does Preston. Next game, we got the Green Bay Packers going on the road to play the Chicago Bears. Battle of the two winningest teams in NFL history. The head-to-head matchup is insane between these teams. I mean, best rivalry in football all time, no doubt about it. Under Matt LaFleur, Packers versus the NFC North, though, has been 12-1, and so they've been pretty much dominant since he's been there. And, yeah, the Packers, I mean, coming off of an ugly win, I was talking about those missed kicks with Mason Crosby. He ended up making the kick that mattered the most to win in the game in OT. But the Bengals, I mean, that that was an impressive game by the Bengals showing that they belong up there with one of the top teams, at least for now. And so, you know, they looked really good, and the Packers looked a little sloppy. I just think, like I said, I'm telling you, the, the Packers are so Devontae Adams. Like they're so dependent on him and and that's not a bad thing like right now because he's so good. He, he's like arguably the best receiver in the league. It's either him or D hop. And there's a reason he's getting the, the ball that many times. There's a reason people have to game plan for him because he's that good. I understand that probably, you know, when they're running for offensive player of the year, but I'm saying that could be their downfall going into the playoffs because good NFC teams will game plan for that. And, it's only a matter of time before he has like one bad game or, you know, shoot, God forbid he would get hurt. Like, then what do you do? It's like, you got to find a way. And I would trust Aaron Rodgers to make the necessary adjustments, but I don't know if I would trust Matt LaFleur because his play call has been very questionable. Hill. His play call was the re the, the reason that the Bengals stayed in that game for so long. And I'm not, you know, nagging the Bengals any way. I mean, they've been playing great, but if it wasn't for some of the atrocious play calling, they could have won that game probably, you know, in, in regulation. And so, The Packers got to figure some things out. They need to start fast. Aaron Rodgers always owns the Bears, though, so that's the reason I'm going to take the Packers to win this game. Um, But I do think this game will be closer than people think. I don't think it's going to be typical old Aaron Rodgers going in there, you know, throwing, like, four touchdowns and just torching the Bears' defense. I I don't see that. I think this is going to be a lot closer than people think, and I have the Packers winning by about, like, six points. So I'm going to say that the Packers win 30-24. to I think this game is going to be pretty exciting. The Bears passed all the tests last week. You know, without David Montgomery being out, I thought their offense was just going to look really flat versus the Raiders. And Justin Fields wasn't going to be able to have a lot of answers. But I think Matt Nagy's starting to realize that Bill Lazor should be calling these plays. And if I let these guys control the offense, then maybe maybe my job will be saved. So that was a big win for not just the Bears, but also Matt Nagy and Justin Fields' confidence. So big win against the Raiders there. Didn't do anything crazy offensively, but they got it done. Their defense is still really great. The NFL has been nagging on the Bears in their power rankings. They had them the 29th best team in football last week. And now after, you know, beating the Raiders who were undefeated at one point, you know, they're, they're starting to come back to reality. But after doing that, they only moved them down to 23. I think the Bears are definitely a top 20 team, right? I think having them in that range is a little disrespectful. And I think that they're still a pretty solid team. Are they going to make the playoffs? No, they're not going to make the playoffs. Is Matt Nagy going to get fired after the season? He very well could. You know, I think I'm not still not a big fan of him. I would like to see them get Allen Robinson involved a little bit more and hopefully Mo- Montgomery's MCL is I don't know how long he's going to be out, but it is going to be a little bit while, but Williams is getting involved and and they they look better. They they're look, they're on an upward trend right now and hopefully if Bill laser keeps calling these plays that the Bears can be a pretty solid football team. But I think, you know, in Chicago cold weather, you know, Aaron Rodgers He's gonna like going in there and, and and throwing those touchdowns. I think he's gonna do do it, but I, I think the Bears are gonna keep up, man. I think this this game is gonna be closer than people think, man. The Bears are the Packers only favored by four and a half. I think that's fair. I'm gonna say that the Packers win by six. So final score thirty to twenty four. Glad who do you got?
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I'm taking the Packers in this game. I mean, I'm still not buying the Bears as like a I, I still don't think this is a playoff roster. No. But yeah, I agree. They're probably a top 20 team. They're maybe on that fringe. You know, he could maybe throw them in the, in the playoff bubble, but I, I, I still think they have, they have some holes on the offensive side. And I just don't think their coaching staff is good enough to overcome that. And I, I just think Justin Fields is a rookie. He's going to be solid, but he's not, I don't really see him being like a Justin Herbert where he's just like going to be, he's going to come in and just be special right off the bat. I don't think he's on that level. I think he's going to need some help around him. I mean, hopefully, we start to see some more things from Alvin Robinson going forward. Not having David Montgomery is really tough for this team. I di- I just don't think they're they're going to be able to keep up with the Packers. Um, I think just because it's a divisional game, you know, maybe two two defenses that are playing well. Um, I think it's going to be lower scoring. But I think the Raiders, the Raiders. I I'm not I'm really not surprised that the Bears were able to handle them. I think, I think, I think within that organization, they kind of knew what was about to happen with Coach Gruden. You know, we'll get into that discussion later, but I think there was some knowledge and maybe that, that affected the players' performance. So I, I don't really think that's necessarily about the Bears being really good. I just think the Raiders weren't really in it that game. You know, obviously I think they were a little overhyped. I don't really see them as a playoff team. But anyways, this isn't about the Raiders, this is about the Bears. I do think the Packers are going to get it done against them. I, I would be shocked if they didn't. Aaron Rodgers always seems to, you know, he makes he seems to make one play against this team. Um, I still remember, you know, being 13 years old, watching him, watching Aaron Rodgers lead them to the playoffs in that, in that must win game against the bears and Jake, Cut- you know, seeing that photo of Jake Cutler on the sidelines, just priceless. And then of course there was that game in the NFC championship with Jake Cutler on the bicycle and controversy <laughs> you know, that was a, another classic bears Packers game where the Packers won. So it seems like every time these two take the field and Aaron Rodgers is on the other sideline, he seems to make the necessary plays to, get it done for them no matter how close it is so
1: i'm gonna stick with it here i'm taking the packers 24 to 19 all right next game we got the chiefs going on the road to play the washington football team kansas city is favored by six and a half points obviously they just got molly by the freaking bills on sunday night football we called that game it's a rough time for kansas city fans and 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 two and three is rough for them don't don't get me wrong i mean they've won seven straight games versus washington but you know, historically their defense is that bad, you know, five straight gates giving up 29 plus points, most by a team in NFL history. They're, they're awful on the defense side of ball. That's what I'm going to say. They are awful. Like there, there's no other word to describe their defense. It is so bad. And, you know, gladhill I mean, you talked about how their roster just wasn't as strong this year. And, but I did not think that their defense was going to be that bad. It, it's really that bad. You know, the only way that they can win games at this point is Patrick Mahomes has to be spectacular, which he is. But he, they just have to outscore everybody because you know they ha- they have to have a perfect day on offense every time because they're they're going to give up points. That's just the bottom line of it. Luckily, they're playing a Washington offense that is not very good, and they're also playing a Washington defense that is highly overrated. I've been talking about that. They're they have one of the worst defenses in football statistically right now too. They're, their their secondary has been getting burnt. The Saints were able to go in there, and, and they're not really a high powered offense, but. They were burning them too. So this is a game where, it, you know, you might look at it and think, oh, Washington and the way the Chiefs are playing, that defense. I don't know. Maybe the, maybe the football team go in there and they, they beat the Chiefs and they make the Chiefs continue to struggle. But, I mean, do you really want to pick Washington? I mean, Gledhill, I'm interested to see what you have to pick in this game. I know who I'm picking, but since I picked the last few, I think it's your turn. Who do you got in this game? Kansas City's favorite six and a half.
0: Oh, man. I, I love how you're like, you're not sure who I'm going to pick in this game. No, this is easy. I mean, I'm taking the Chiefs. Um, I think they're going to come back and get a nice win. Yeah, the defense hasn't been playing great, but they got Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes is going up against a Washington defense that hasn't been playing too well. If this were last year's Washington defense against this Chiefs team, it'd be a little tougher. And maybe I'd say, you know, oh, shoot, you know, they get after Patrick Mahomes and makes a couple mistakes. You know Taylor Heineke does this thing against that defense. I could see the I could see Washington pulling off an upset, but not in the way Washington's been looking recently. I mean Taylor Heineke made a couple really costly mistakes against the Saints. He's one of the reasons they lost that game. I think the jury's out on whether he's a franchise guy or not. I mean he made some crucial mistakes uh, last week though. I had a couple really rough turnovers. I was I was kind of watching that game a little bit. So I think he's going to do better this week. I think I think we're going to see some some better numbers from Terry McLaurin. I just. I don't like this roster as much as I liked last year. Something's off with Washington. Um, I, I don't really know exactly what it is. I thought maybe, you know, Heineke, you know, the spark they got with Heineke last year, maybe that was going to continue. And this defense is going to be just as good. But there's something off. You know, we'll figure out what it is. But I, I think the Chiefs are going to come back. You know, after all, everything that's been going on, they're going to respond in this type of game and they're going to win it. And I got
1: 36-29. I'm honestly not surprised, Glad Hill, how the was- Washington has panned out. Because going into the season, everybody was talking about that defense, that defense, that defense. And don't get me wrong. I was scared of it. That defense line was scary. But, you know, with Taylor Heineke and Fitz Magic there, I was like, like if Dak Prescott and this Cowboys team is healthy, there's no way they beat us. I mean, look how bad. The, the Cowboys had no business winning that division last year. No business at all. And they still only lost it by one game. So that should just tell you right there that, that Washington wasn't going to be able. I mean, they... Yeah, they won the NFC East last year. You know, Ron Rivera beat cancer. That was awesome. They deserved that moment. All that drama with Alex Smith, all those QBs that they started with, Kyle Allen, Alex Smith, you know, even having Haskins at earlier on. Don't get me wrong. They deserved that. But they still only won it by one game. And they were 7-9. to They were mediocre. They were mediocre. That defensive line keeps them competent. So... Yeah, but as far as this game, I think the Chiefs bounce back. I think they go in there and they put up 35. I think this is going to look like an old Chiefs team this game. And, yeah, I think the Washington football team are probably going to put up like 25. So I'll say 35-25. Chiefs are just going to outscore them at the end of the day. Next game, we have the L.A. Rams going on the road to play the New York Giants. L.A. Rams, 400 total plus yards in, in three straight games. That's the longest active streak in the NFL right now. I mean, the Giants just kind of got hit with the injury bug, Gledhill. I mean, Daniel Jones literally was concussed in that game. He's not fully back at practice in pads. He was throwing the ball a little bit today, but still haven't rolled him. He's doubtful to play this week. It'd be crazy if he did, I mean, because he got hit pretty hard. He was stumbling on the sidelines in that Cowboys game. Scary thing to see right there, and it, it, it was kind of a disappointment because the Giant. you know, that game was close early on and interested to see if Saquon ever went down and, you know, maybe if they had Shepard and – Theory, Slayton and those other guys, maybe the game could have been a lot more competitive. Uh, I still think the Cowboys would have won, but I mean, still, you never know. Uh, but yeah, Saquon Barkley, just a freak accident the way he rolled his ankle. I mean, that's just bad luck right there. He's probably going to be out two to four weeks, low ankle sprain. And it looks like Mike Glenn is probably going to get the start. So there's absolutely no possible way that you can pick the giants in this game. You say what you want about them competing. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like they're playing a Rams team that I think a lot of people have forgot about. I mean, even after that one loss versus the Cardinals where they got smacked, a lot of people have them out of their top five in the power rankings. I mean, Hey man, this is still a threat. I mean, this team is still really good. They're still really balanced and they're going to be there in January. They're going to be there in February. You know what I mean? So you get, you, you can't just forget about this team. They are favored by 10 and a half. You know, I'm going to say that they blow the giants out, especially if Mike Glennon starts. I mean, even if Daniel Jones starts, I think this is going to be a blowout but not as bad, obviously. So I think if Mike Glennon plays, I have him throwing two to three interceptions. If Daniel Jones plays, I think he throws one to two interceptions, maybe fumbles. He's playing really well right now, but, you know, the Giants can only help him out so much. And, yeah, I think this is going to be a blowout. I'm going to say that the Rams win. Let's go 31 to 10 blowout. Who do you got?
0: Yeah. I mean, I I don't see how you can pick the Giants in this game. I 100% agree. One reason you could pick, you know, the Giants in an upset here is if their defense was playing well, and I just don't think it's playing too well right now. It's not looking like the team of last year. I think the team of last year was really interesting to watch because they were really figuring some stuff out on the defensive side of the ball. You know, their, their linebackers were looking you know, They're 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 playing well at corner, and it just does, it seems like they've taken a major step back this year. When I thought maybe you know, second year under Joe Judge, you know, Daniel Jones figures some things out, I thought maybe the Giants could be a real threat. It's unfortunate how it's turned out for them. Obviously, as a Cowboys fan, I'm like, I'm clapping. I'm, I'm enjoying it. You know, I, I love that it's not working out for them. But, you know, I, I, I thought maybe there's some high hopes for this team coming into this year. At least, you know, some playoff aspiration. But it just hasn't panned out. And I just, I agree. Like, I just don't see how a reasonable football fan could pick the Giants in this game. I think the Rams will get it done. And I, I agree. I think it's going to be like 30, I'm going to go 32 to 17.
1: Well, Glenn Hill, you're not the only one clapping for the Giants' downfall right now. How about that? How about their offensive coordinator, who used to play for the Cowboys or used to coach for the Cowboys? Yeah, the clapper himself. The clapper himself. Yeah,
0: he's, he's still clapping it up, man.
1: Oh man, it's interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, you know, oh yeah, he's doing his thing. So.
1: Yeah, and and you know, that I'm glad that you know he still has so much love for the Cowboys. And he's a great guy. He's a great guy. I mean, like I yeah, hate to is. I I hate to shit on Jason Garrett because he is a great guy, but man, that as a coach. Thank God he's not with us anymore. <laughs> Next game we have the Cincinnati Bengals going on the road to play the Detroit Lions. Cincinnati's won six straight games versus Detroit. I mean, shoot, you you heard Preston Gladhill a second ago. I mean, isn't he talking a little reckless picking the Lions? I don't know. I know they're due for a win, but come on, you can pick him versus the Bengals. I I don't. know. What do you think about that? I thought that was. I mean, obviously I wasn't going to interrupt him because he was rushed for time, but he was about to get going. But man, I thought that was crazy that he picked the Lions.
0: I think it's crazy too. To be honest, I, I just. It's interesting because they have played. You can tell their guys are playing hard. Their guys are responding. When they go down in games, their guys get up and they, they make these cool comebacks. And, you know, obviously, you know, they had that week one. That, I mean, that was fluky against 49ers. I mean, I don't think anyone expected that. And they, you know, they almost pulled that off. And then there was. I know last week was the Vikings game, but I think before that there was, oh, there's the bears game where they came back after the bears or no, no, the, the bear, the bears pretty much control that game, but there was a game like a week before that or so where they, you know, really fought and they really, I, I could tell their guys responded under Dan Campbell. It was the Ravens game. That's what I'm thinking about. They went down against the Ravens and they, and they came back and nearly won it. You know, what have if it weren't for that NFL record field goal by Justin Tucker, but it, it's been so tough because, I'm obviously rooting for them. I, I want to see them win games, but it's just every week, it's just something's missing, something small that they, they just can't quite get over the hump. And I don't really think you can blame it on one guy. Like, I don't think it's like, oh, they're a quarterback away from winning. Well, yeah, if you have like Pat Mahomes or something, you're going to win. But I don't think it's like necessarily all Jared Goff's fault or really any of his fault. I think he's been playing okay. I just think it's the whole team. It's just they, you know, they can't really fall down like they do in some of these games. But, you know, I think eventually it's going to turn around for them. I I do think this is different than the Lions teams we saw under Matt Patricia, just the way that they're playing in the second half of games and really making these competitive. So the more I talk, the more I realize, you know what, Preston really isn't crazy after all. I know it's pretty crazy that I said that he was crazy, and now I'm saying that he's not. But the more I talk myself into it, I realize, you know what, He's, he's actually got a point here. I'm going to pick the Bengals. And the reason is the Bengals have a franchise quarterback. The Bengals are looking really better on defense. And the Bengals, they're kind of like the Lions, but they're a couple of years ahead. They figured out how to win games under Zach Taylor. It took a couple of years of them losing and people questioning, oh, Zach Taylor, like he can't win them games. Like he's just not a good enough coach. And I think he's he's starting to finally prove some people wrong that he can get it done. And I think because of that. I just think the Bengals are going to be in a better position to figure out how to win this game. And I think it's going to be close. I don't think it, you know, on the road it's going to be a little ugly, but I got the Bengals 24 21.
1: I don't think it's going to be that close. <laughs> you don't think I, so? No, I don't. I mean, I li- don't. Don't get me wrong. I love the way the Lions compete. I th- and I feel bad for Dan Campbell. I mean, I could tell in that press conference he's really passionate about the job he does. And I know the Lions have a lot of trust in him. And I'm rooting for them. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm really rooting for them. I want them to win the game. But I can't pick them to win a game. And I know you didn't pick them. I know Preston picked them. So, yeah, maybe he's not crazy for thinking this game could be close. I just think he's a little crazy for picking them to win. I don't know. I mean, yeah, they're competing, but I just don't think they're ready yet. You know, when I see the Lions, I see a team that's super young and just doesn't have the pieces to put in a winning season. I think it's kind of like a rebuilding phase for them. You know, they don't have the receiving core for it. They don't have the running game. I mean, DeAndre Swift is all right, but they don't have the nearly of a good offensive line. Their defense is much improved, but nothing that you look at and say, oh, wow, the Lions defense, you know, so, and then Jared Goff is just kind of like a, Jared Goff still hasn't won a game without Sean McVay. So if I could describe them, they're really young, they're rebuilding and they're, they're safe. They're not going to surprise you at any point. You're not going to look at them and be like the Lions. I look at them and I say, okay, this is a really young team that could possibly have a bright future with their coach, but they're just not good enough. They don't have a good enough roster to put a whole game together. And that's why I couldn't pick them to win this game. And I think the Bengals have exceeded people's expectations. And for that reason, I think Joe Mixon is going to be able to run all over this team. I think Jamar Chase is going to get involved. And I think the Bengals are going to win big, Glenn. I'm going to say the Bengals win 30-17. to I I don't think this game is going to be as close. But we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. Next game, we got a good one right here, Gladhill. The LA Chargers going on the road to play the Baltimore Ravens. Justin Herbert is 8-1 record in the last nine games. Dude is playing outstanding. One of the MVP candidates right now for sure. I mean, that game versus the Browns was electrifying, man. It was, it was awesome. 1,027 total yards, 89 points, 52 mm-hmm. first downs, 12 touchdowns, six of those being in the fourth quarter. And the Chargers scored 26 points in that quarter as well. Just absolutely outstanding game. Justin Herbert is proving that he's one of the elite quarterbacks. He's playing great. He's the He has the most 300 yards games in the first two NFL seasons with 11. So, you know, Herbert's just a guy that I, I starting to like more and more every day as I watch him play. He's he's a fun player to watch. He's a special young man. And this is going to be a fun game, man. And, and meanwhile, you know, I, I did say I was going to talk about Lamar Jackson because I, I got to talk about him because he he played absolutely outstanding. He's another guy that's playing like one of the MVP candidates right now. Just putting the team on your back. I mean, there's always been a lot of hate. And I'd love to say that I've been a big Lamar Jackson fan this whole time because I know a lot of people had always been like, oh, he can't throw. He's a running back. You know, he can't get it done in the playoffs. He can't win a playoff game. He's mobile, but he can't, you know, he just can't get it done. But guess what? Last year, that's why I rooted for him to beat the Titans in that playoff game and get revenge. And guess what? He did it. He did it. He ran into a better Bills team in the end, but he did it. And he proved his naysayers wrong. I mean, this dude has more total yards than 18 other NFL teams, which is absolutely insane. He's literally putting the team on his back right now. If you don't respect Lamar Jackson at this point, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, he's an elite quarterback. His passing skills have gotten elite. You know, you can look at him and be like, oh, well, he's a great overall quarterback, but he, you know, th- he lacks the, the passing skills. No, I think at this point he's showing that he has elite passing skills and he's one of the top players in the league. Great performance versus the versus the Colts. He brought them back. It's very easy to fold in those situations. And Lamar Jackson, he's great, man. He's the first QB in NFL history to, com- to complete 85% of his passes in a 400-yard game, highest completion percentage in a 40-passing game in NFL history, and franchise record four hundred forty-two passing yards overcame the largest deficit of his NFL career, nineteen points. Like I said, if you don't if you don't respect Lamar Jackson at this point, you're just full blown hating. So that's all I got to say. This is going to be a fun game. I've been going back and forth on this one who I'm going to pick. And this is a crazy. I'll, well, I I'll start it off
0: because I, I know who I'm going to pick. Maybe, maybe my pick will will determine. It'll help
1: determine what you're going to do. Okay, that's fair enough. But before you before you pick, I want to ask you if you had to guess who was favorite, what would you say?
0: Oh man, you know I'd probably go Chargers by like a point. That'd be my guess. It might, eh, yeah. No, I'm gonna go Chargers favored by a point.
1: We'll get this. Baltimore's favorite three at home.
0: And it is in Baltimore. That's true. Yeah, that makes it that makes it a little tougher. I'm, I'll, I'll get right to it though. I'm gonna pick the Chargers in this game on the road. The Ravens have gotten a little bit lucky in a couple of these games. Remember they had a, that close one against the Lions. You know they, they, they could have lost that Colts game very easily. I think the uh, I think the Chargers right now, top to bottom, are the better football team. And like you said, Justin Herbert's eight and one in his last nine games. Like it's hard to get past that. I mean, the way he's playing right now, the confidence that he has, the confidence that his team has in him. I listened to a segment earlier this week by Cowherd. You know, he's, he was kind of talking about how you know the Chargers they trust Justin Herbert, and you know they're willing to go for it on fourth and seven. They're they're going to give him the ball in those situations, and they they trust that he's going to be able to make a play. And so I. I I think this is going to be a slugfest. I think these teams are going to go at it, and I mean, shoot! I mean, Lamar coming off of that game—that's that's pretty that's pretty special. And I, you know, I love what John Harbaugh said after the game, you know, saying that you know we have Lamar Jackson. That's why we won that game. I mean, he was very quick with the media and saying that. And I'm, that's that's really cool that that he was able to point that out. But I think the Chargers are the better football teams top to bottom. But Rashawn Slater is playing out of his mind right now, and, and he's been one of the big reasons, too, why Herbert's had so much success You know, for a rookie to come in and do that. Really love the coaching staff they, they brought in. Uh, it seems like this is a completely different team than it was last year, and uh, I think they're going to get it done on the road against the Ravens. And I think this is going to be the game where, you know, I think every, I think people are starting to really like the Chargers, but I think this is going to be the game where everyone's like, wow, okay, this is for real. As good as Justin Herbert's been, he hasn't really quite got, you know, he hasn't quite got, like, national spotlight that maybe he's deserved, and I think this is going to be the game where we, we really see that turn, and it's not going to be because Lamar plays poorly at any point, really. I think he's going to play well. I just, I, I think the Chargers are playing too well right now, and I think they're going to, they're going to outlast him in this game,
1: 34-31. So get this, Glad I have the Ravens coming up short. Thought I was gonna pick the Ravens. I, I love it. You thought I was gonna pick the Ravens. I'm not. I, no.
0: You were. I really thought you were.
1: Oh, you did? I think you... you're a
0: little high. I think you're a little higher on the Ravens than I am.
1: Maybe. I mean, definitely coming into the season, I was. I was more I, I yeah. will say I was higher on the Ravens more than I was in the Chargers coming in. I'll give you that. Obviously, yeah. if I had to compare the two quarterbacks, I would still take Lamar over Herbert right now.
0: No, I, I understand that. I'm not really going to dispute that much. Just, yeah. I mean, just off of the game he had, and he, he won an MVP. He won an MVP. Too, yeah. You know? Like he, I mean, as great as Herbert has been, he hasn't done that yet. Yeah. So no,
1: yeah. I mean, it's still too early to debate and I'm not going to be over here and saying, Oh, because Lamar is better. You know, that means the Ravens are going to win this game. No, I just think the Chargers are the better team. And I like a lot of points that you brought up. I mean, the Ravens have gotten lucky in this game. Does, I mean, if you take away all the great things that Lamar Jackson has done, like just think about if they didn't have Lamar Jackson billing him out in these games, the Ravens could be one and four, maybe two and three right now. Like this could not be a 4 1 football team right now. And they've squirked out a lot of couple of close games, and it's because of Lamar Jackson. It's because of Justin Tucker. You know, like they, he's putting the team on their back. And so the team's got to help them out. The team's got to help them out because if they keep coming out and starting slow like they do, like they did versus the Colts, you know the Chargers are going to run, run away with this game very early, very early. They're going to be they're too good of a football team to let the the Ravens come back. So I think the Ravens got to come in ready to play. I, th- I would like to see them go uh, go in there and come up a, and and start fast and quick and and score really fast. You know, be the first ones to score. Be the first ones to show them. Okay, you're in our home turf. We're going to show you. We're going to score first. You got to answer back. And you know that the Herbert's going to deliver because he did that in the Browns game. The Browns were up by two scores and they made Justin Herbert come at them and Justin Herbert, you know, rose to the occasion and did that. So I think if, if it does turn into a situation where the Ravens come out and they, you know, they let them know like, Hey, this is our home turf. We're going to score first. And they do that. The Chargers will be able to answer back. Now, if it was the other way around, I don't trust the Ravens to come back. I mean, as great as Lamar Jackson has, has been, I think the charges are just too good of a football team, you know, to blow a lead versus the Ravens. But uh, you know, I just think, you know, the luck's going to run out eventually. I I think the Chargers is a much better football team right now. The Ravens are still up there as one of the best teams, but I think Lamar Jackson is that valuable to their team. He's that valuable to their team more than the Ravens' success right now. So I'm going to pick the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to win. I don't think this game will be as high scoring as people think. I know when you look at both these teams, you're like, oh, this is going to be like a shootout, like 35, 38 type game. I don't think so. I do think that the Ravens' defense is a little bit better than the Browns right now just because the Browns have a lot of injuries on the cornerback side. So I think with Anthony Avert, Marlon Humphrey, they're going to be able to give Keenan Allen and Mike Williams some problems. And I I expect Jared Cook to have a big game and Austin Eckler to, to do good as well because the Ravens aren't the best against the run. But I think this game will be lower scoring than people think. So I got the Chargers winning. Let's go 28 to 23.
2: Cool.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. With, with that, I do have to get, I do, I do have to get settled down.
1: Yeah. Appreciate you joining us, man. Um, we'll get yeah, you man. on, we'll get you on next week. And, uh, maybe we can talk a little bit about the Gruden situation next week as well. So
0: sounds good, man. I'll, I'll send you the rest of my picks. Sounds man, good. It was, it was great being on and I'm, I'm so excited. I think, I think, I think that Chargers game is going to be the game of the week. I really do.
1: Fair enough. I'm excited. I'll be watching with a lot of open eyes. So we'll see what happens, man.
0: That was good, brother.
1: All right, man. Have a good one. I will see you next week. Yep, take care. All right, peace. Bye. All right. Well, looks like that just brings us to us. Man, it's been a while since I've done a solo podcast like this. I'm always used to having Glenn Hill and Preston with me, but hey, man, you know, that's the name of the game sometimes. And, I, I mean, this is going to be kind of fun. I get to kind of talk with myself, and, and and let's get going. You know, let's going to go ahead and roll through these games. So the next game we have is the Minnesota Vikings going on the road to play the Carolina Panthers. Carolina has allowed 184.5 passing yards per game this season. That's the fewest in the NFL. Obviously had two little stinkers versus the Cowboys and the Eagles. Sam Donald looked like his old self. I mean, that was that was a tough game for them. And hopefully they can bounce back. This game was another game I was looking at. And I'm like, oh, it's a little tough. You know, I, I don't know who I was going to pick. It looks like Minnesota's actually favorite on the road here by one point. Eh, maybe a little surprising. I feel like this would this could probably be a pick'em game in terms of who would be favorite. But you know, with whole Preston used to say, "When in doubt, pick the home team." I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna take the Vikings because you guys know how I feel about the Vikings. I've been pretty good at picking their games this year. I I really do think that they're a lot better than two and three right now. I think that they should have beat the Bengals week one, and they should have beat the Cardinals week two. So. This, you know, this could very well be a a three and two, four and one team right now. I think they're a lot better than the record shows. I still think this team is capable of winning 10 games right now. The Panthers, on the other hand, I don't I don't know. After that Eagles game, I don't know. I don't know if they're I don't know if Sam Darnold, if 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 that's gonna, you know, light a fire under him and he he comes out and plays as well as he was playing the first weeks of the season, or if he's gonna crumble under pressure and and let let the bad games get to him. So I, I thought they were gonna bounce back in that Eagles game and I thought they were gonna shut them down, but man, like. After that Cowboys game, they just didn't look good. So I don't know if I can trust Sam Darnold to kind of get this these guys back on track and beat the Vikings. I think the Vikings Alexander Madison's running the ball super well. You know Dalvin Cook. Hopefully they can get him healthy. It looks like he might be coming back this week. But him or Madison, I mean Madison is capable of of being a number one back, and and he's gonna he's gonna do just fine if he starts. That's not a game changer for me. I will be looking at if Christian McCaffrey is gonna be playing. It looks like he is gonna be back, but. You know, that, that does change a lot of things. He could be the difference maker, but overall, I just think the, I just think the Vikings are going to win it, man. Uh, if, if they don't, maybe Kirk cousins throws like a late pick, but I, I do think this game will be close if that makes sense. So I think it's a coin flip when in doubt, pick the team that's favorite Win in doubt, pick the team that's favorite. I got the Vikings winning. Give me 24 to 21 close game. And I might shoot myself in the foot. If Christian McCaffrey plays and he goes off. So we'll see what happens. Next game, we have the Arizona Cardinals going on the road to play the Cleveland Browns. Another tough one, man. Matchup between former Oklahoma teammates and number one overall picks, Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield. This is a game that has the potential to be a high-scoring game. The Cardinals have been looking great. I mean, you could argue that they're the best team in the football. They're undefeated for a reason. Cliff Kingsbury, been able to dial up some great plays for them, even though I'm not the biggest fan of him. Kyler Murray playing like an MVP right now. Cleveland is favored by three on the road. That is very surprising considering that they're, they're banged up in the secondary. They are banged up in the secondary. Greg Newsom's banged up. Greedy got a little banged up. So they're they're just banged up in the secondary right now. And Jadavion Clowney didn't play last week. So I, I was thinking about picking the Browns at home and I think that's why they're favorite, but you know, with Stefanski, some of his play callings, them being up, you know, big in that chargers game, there was a little controversy with the pass interference call that they called uh, they call it defensive pass interference, even though it should have been offensive pass interference, and that very well could have changed the outcome of that game, but the bottom line is the Browns had a big lead and, and the Chargers came back, and so I think if the Browns do win this game, they need to establish the run game early with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, and Kevin Stefanski, he can't outcoach himself because there's been a lot of games where the Browns have played down to their opponents because Kevin Stefanski's got too cute with this play calling. You know, you, you see him, like, when he gets to the red zone, he'll, like, He'll throw up a pass and try to force it to Odell or something, or try to do like a little bootleg play, and it's just like, man, just run the ball. You have Kareem Hunt, you have Nick Chubb. This is the best rushing team in the NFL. It's either them or the Cowboys, so you got to use that to your advantage. The Cardinals, if you're playing the Cardinals, and you know you're getting a chance to get a field goal and it's fourth and short, take your points. Take your points. You're playing a good enough team. You gotta you gotta know when to take your points and you know, I I did pick the Browns last week, but I I ended up changing my pick. So y'all didn't hear that on the podcast. I changed my pick because Baker Mayfield was battling that shoulder injury. I'm going to, I'm going to take the Cardinals. I think with the banged up secondary with the Browns, it's going to be too much. I think those receivers, Rondell Moore, AJ Green, DeAndre Hopkins, they're going to give the Browns secondary a lot of problems. They're going to be able to score a lot of points. And I just think Baker being, being banged up. I don't think he's built to be, to be putting a shootout with Kyler Murray. I really don't. So I'm going to say that the Cardinals win in a higher scoring game. I'll say that the Cardinals win 34 to 27. Next game, we have the Las Vegas Raiders going on the road to play the Denver Broncos. A game that I was looking at, I'm like, you know what? Maybe a couple weeks ago, this has been a tough game. They were both undefeated, both three 0 they both have dropped three straight or two straight. So Las Vegas has won four of the last games versus Denver. These teams always seem to be splitting with each other. So it's like when in doubt, you know, pick them to split, pick, you know, the home team the first time and the, the home team the next time. So, I mean, I might do that, but the reason I am going to pick the Broncos is because all the drama with John Gruden and and me and Glad Hill can and Preston could talk a little bit about that next week, but we all know what happened with John Gruden. They parted a ways with him or I guess he resigned uh, this past week. It, it was all over Monday Night Football. Stuff came out with him having, you know, just racial and offensive stuff that he put in emails and some of the past players that he coached back in the day when he was, you know, with the Raiders and back in 2011 and 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 just really a long time ago nothing crazy but you know I know a lot of people are mad because this is now just surfacing now and everyone's like well someone was clearly out to get him and and that very well could be the chance but could be the reason that that happened but at the same time I mean I just think that something went wrong because there was there was a lot of trust there was a lot of drama that was building up and I mean obviously if John Gruden's gonna resign like regardless of how you feel about this like if he's going to resign, he obviously knows that like, he doesn't want to put any more of a distraction for this Raiders team. And I respect him for that. I I've never been the biggest fan of him as a coach, but I respect him for his ability to, to be a man and, and say, okay, like all this stuff got leaked. Like he very well could have been, you know, he, he could have let that his, his ego get to him and be like, you know what? That was in the past, you know, screw that. I don't care what they say about me now, but the fact that he took ownership for that and say, you know, i never meant to offend anybody this, this was wrong. And, and I, I don't want to be a distraction anymore. I'm going to resign. I think that was the best decision he could have done for himself. And I know Raiders fans and other fans aren't, don't think it's fair, you know, no fun league, say what you want about it. But I just think that his ability to do that was, was, it was very good on his part as a man. And so I respect John Gruden for that. Just a lot of emails showing racist, uh, anti-gay language over the period of years, just, just stuff like that. And I don't want to go into detail what he said because, you know, there, there's just no need to, all you got to do is go look up the reports about it. But yeah, I mean, his last resign. he did say, I will say what he said against the Raiders. He said, I've resigned as the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. I love the Raiders and I do not want to be a distraction. Thank you to all the players, coaches and staff and fans of the Raider nation. I'm sorry. I never matured anybody. That's the perfect way to, to resign. respect to John Gruden for doing that. Not respect to what he said, because if he did say all that, you know, I, I don't defend any of that, but yeah. John Gruden's going to be out. And, and because of all that drama and everything, I, I think that Derek Carr is going to be frustrated. I think this whole locker rooms kind of don't know where they're at. They're going to be a little flustered, frustrated. And I think the Broncos are going to be able to, to put up a game plan and able to force turnovers. And I think the Broncos are going to win. I think the Broncos are going to win 20 to 14. I think this game could be lower scoring defensive game. And yeah, I, I probably would have picked the Raiders to be slightly better, but after the past few weeks and, and seeing everything in all the drama, I can't, I can't pick them. So I'm going to pick the Broncos to win at home, twenty to fourteen. Looks like Broncos are actually favored by three and a half. I think that's fair. And I don't know if I have anything else to say. I guess Teddy Bridgewater, his, you know, he he might still be recovering from that con- concussion that he had uh two weeks ago versus the Ravens when he got hurt early in that game. And you know, they came out really flat versus the Steelers. I was surprised they lost that game. They almost came back and won. But Jerry Judy seems like he's going to be coming back pretty soon, so that'll be a big addition to their offense. But regardless, Broncos win twenty fourteen. Next game, we have the Seattle Seahawks going on the road to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. Seattle's allowed 450-plus total yards in four straight games, longest streak in NFL history. They're going to be without their guy now, Russell Wilson. He hurt his finger in that game. I mean, it was bad, man. I mean, like right in Aaron Donald's hand, it it was bad. And, you know, just to know how durable Russell Wilson really is, I mean, this Sunday night will be the first time since week 17 of the 2011 season that Russell Wilson is not starting QB for the Seahawks. 149 straight games. Just shows you how durable he is. Geno Smith, he played pretty well on Thursday night. I'll give him that. He played pretty well. And that that pick he threw at the end of the game was, it wasn't his fault, tire Lockett tripped. So he, he played really well. I just don't trust him to start. I think he could be a competent starter possibly, but I'm not going to pick them to win this game. I mean, they're playing a Pittsburgh team that, I know I was shitting on them last week because of Big Ben and everything. I know I went a little bit on that rant, but shoot, they came out and they they played well against the Broncos. I mean, I'll give them that. They looked a lot better. Juju Smith-Schuster, unfortunately, is going to be out for the season. So that's not good. But, I mean, Deontay Johnson, time to shine. And Claypool has been playing great as well. He had a monster game. So Big Ben, just feed the ball to Najee Harris. I I don't need to shit on him any more than I already have. You know, just let Najee harris and, and your receivers do the work for you don't do anything crazy because you need to retire you just need to retire this is the bottom line of it but i'm going to pick you guys to beat seattle because seattle's defense is horrible and i think Najee harris will not have no problem running the ball at all i really don't and I, i'm not going to pick them with geno smith i'm just not going to so steelers win 24 17 i think they'll win by like a touchdown and they are favored by five which i think is fair Next game, we have the Buffalo Bills going on the road to play Tennessee Titans. Buffalo has won four straight games by 18-plus points. That's tied for the second-longest streak in the Super Bowl era. Bills, best team in the NFL, in my opinion right now. I realize that the Cardinals are undefeated, but I think Josh Allen's better than Kyler Murray, and I just think they have more experience right now. So I I, I have to take them. I have to say that they're the best team. The way they manhandle the Chiefs, I mean, they're having fun out there. Their pass rush, playing amazing. Their quarterback situation is great. The continuity there with Sean McDermott, it's, it's fantastic. So they're, they're definitely the best team, in my opinion, right now over the Cardinals because of that reason. Last year that these two teams played, I mean, Derrick Henry had that famous stiff arm on Josh Norman. It was crazy. The Titans ended up blowing them out that game too. So we'll see if he has any highlight reels. But man, the Titans have just been so disappointing, man. I mean, they're three and two, but it feels like that they're so much worse than that, just the way they have played. Uh, and I realized that they had some injuries, but bro, where's AJ Brown? Where is he, bro? Like this dude is supposed to be your number one receiver. Julio Jones is banged up. Why isn't AJ Brown getting the ball, man? Like you guys got to find a way to get your best receiver involved. At least your best receiver right now. Cause Julio is clearly better than him, but you got to find a way to get, get your number one receiver right now involved, man. Like AJ Brown's just hasn't done anything. He hasn't done anything. And the Titans defense has not played good as well. So Derrick Henry, you know, he's the high spark of that team. He's on pace to having another 2,000-yard season. He's in a league of his own, best running back in the league. Looks like the Bills are favored by five and a half. Okay, yeah, I think that's a fair spread. I'm going to go ahead and take the Bills. I think the Bills are going to keep it rolling. Not going to take the Titans. I think this game could be, you know, a possible shootout if if the Titans were actually on their their high horse, but they're not. So I'm going to take the Bills to win bills win let's go 32 to 23 i think they win pretty comfortably and the last game is going to be the dallas cowboys going on the road to play the new england patriots new england has won six straight game versus dallas it'll be nice i was talking to my dad this past weekend after the game and how the cowboys have been doing and my dad told me he's like it's going to be nice to know that the Cowboys could possibly smack around the New England Patriots because we haven't been able to beat the Patriots in so long. I mean, six straight games. Tom Brady has always owned us. It's going to be nice to go in there and and hopefully get a big win. I expect us to play well. Ezekiel Elliott's running the ball great. He's on pace to having his best season since his rookie season. He looks a lot better running the football. Trayvon Diggs cementing himself as an elite corner, still getting that interception every game. The NFL record for interceptions in a season is 14, and the record for pass defended is 31. Trayvon Diggs is on pace for 20 interceptions and 34 pass defended. Now, obviously there's going to be a point where people will start stop throwing him the ball, but for now they're still throwing it his way and he's making them pay. And I think the reason is, is because he's so good at baiting. He is so good at baiting. Like he makes you seem like, Oh, okay. He's going to go one way. And then right when you throw it and you try to go to the receiver, he jumps it. He's so good at jumping the ball and jumping the route. He's been playing phenomenal. I mean, there's really not much more to say about it. The defense has looked great under Dan Quinn and Man, I'm really excited about this one. Uh, I think the Cowboys can go in there. And, you know, being in New England, you might get some bad weather. And that can maybe come for a low-scoring game. Last time these two teams played, the Cowboys lost off of two tripping calls. And that was two years ago with the Brady era. And that was a low-scoring game. And that's when Stephon Gilmore shut down Amari Cooper that game. I remember that vividly back at the Jason Garrett days. God, man, we lost so many games that year by, like, one possession. It was crazy. I think the Cowboys... I don't think any defense can stop them right now. And I know Preston was kind of getting on to me saying I was overconfident and everything about them. I'm just seeing it how it is right now. They are playing outstanding. There's no reason why I wouldn't pick them to win this game. And it's not just because I'm a fan. They have played fantastic. And I I just, I have no reason to pick against them. I, I really don't. They're one of the best teams in the NFC. I don't care what Preston has to say about that. They are, they're playing great see what the spread is i think i think if back jones is smart he doesn't pass it to trayvon Diggs this game he doesn't throw that way but you never know rookie could do it dallas is favored by three and a half okay yeah i think this game will be lower scoring but it's hard for me to say that the cowboys won't go in there and score 30 either you know what i'll say it's lower scoring just because i'll give the patriots defense a lot of credit i'll give them a lot of credit and i say the cowboys win let's go 26 to 19 I think it'll be a weirder scoring game, but I think the Cowboys will prevail. It could be more uglier. You never know. I hope they shoot. I can see the Cowboys going in there and putting up 30 to the Patriots, what, 16 or something like that. Maybe they can win comfortably, but I'm going to give the Patriots their respect, Belichick his respect, and them their ability to beat us over the past few years. They know how to beat us. So I'll, I'll make it a close game, 26 to 19. And yeah, that's going to do it. Obviously, last week we talked about how crazy it was. You know, not only did we have that crazy college football weekend, but we also had 15 hours of football on Sunday because Bills and Chiefs game got delayed because of the weather. The lightning delayed it. It was an hour and 10 minutes of halftime show because of that. So the day ended up going on longer than it should have been. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I guess the Browns game, like the Browns scored 42 points and had 532 yards with zero turnovers. They're the first team in NFL history, including the playoffs, to lose when having either 40 points and zero turnovers or 40 points, 500 yards and zero turnovers. Wow, that's actually really interesting. That's wow. So just a couple stats for you guys. I'm trying to think if I missed anything. I guess Josh Allen is 18-0 when having one rushing touchdown and one passing touchdown, which is absolutely insane. This is the Cardinals' first 5-0 start since 1974. And then the Cowboys are 28-0 when they lose, when they have more rushing attempts than passing in the Dak Prescott era. So wanted to make sure I get all those stats out. I appreciate you guys joining me. I do realize that Preston and Gledo couldn't join me for the rest of the episode, but nonetheless, we got it done. Appreciate you guys staying patient with me. I know these episodes begin out a little later than expected, but hopefully we're all cut up at this point when you guys hear this. And just know that they're all pre-recorded. And I'm sorry I sound a little stuffed up. I have a lot of allergies this week. You know, that weather changing is getting to me. So I appreciate you guys joining. We'll see you guys next week and have a good one.